0: sex crimes you say oh man
1: this is gonna be a weird one to fade on hey uh, (laughs) welcome to scrub mode this is scrub mode the the show where we talk about uh you know monsters real and imagined and how uh how they've transitioned into all our games and stuff like that uh we're back from a vacation i just got off the Joko cruise i just got married married i did
0: Oh man, it's gonna be a couple episodes where we talk about me getting married.
1: <laughs> yeah. But <Brian's>, you know. <laughs> I mean it's a big deal to be fair, right? It is. <laughs> Ryan's Ryan could make guy. it.
0: It's fine. <laughs> it's fine.
1: fine. He's um, but okay. <laughs> he's doing good, don't worry. Yeah, he's doing um,
0: great.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we're I guess if I were to if I were to if you were to make a Venn diagram, Julio, okay. of cults and ancient Rome. Uh-huh. I think the middle would be sex crimes, no?
0: Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: we're, we're we're taking another break from D&D to talk about uh, a story I can't get enough of, because it feels very relevant to today. Huh. Let me... Saying what do you know about Rome is definitely too broad, but like...
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's a city that's been around for millennia, I
1: guess. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So instead, let me just let me just uh, let me just set the scene for you. Okay. All right. Interject at any point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So it's Rome. It's the second century C.E. No oh boy, it's um, way old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's rome is it, at the same time it's like the golden age is over we're about a hundred years after rome has hit its height starting to shrink um, stuff is starting to go bad but this is still th- this is still a good century to be roman okay um
0: mm-hmm, you ever
1: mm-hmm. heard of like trajan
0: trajan you mean Trojan?
1: no trajan
0: trajan nah
1: all right well it doesn't matter he's he, he's one of the good emperors he's one of the good ones okay
0: Emperor Trajan. Okay, what yeah. did he do that was so good?
1: Uh, he he didn't kill a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess that's a good one. He, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember his accomplishments, and the accomplishments of the other two we're going to talk about more better, mm-hmm. but
0: mm-hmm. Uh,
1: he's considered uh, one of the good ones. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think he redistributed some land. And stuff like that. He did a bunch of building projects. Interesting. Like, yeah. Uh, I should have written down more of this, but we can't get too stuck on this guy.
0: How, how many centuries before the Renaissance is this?
1: This is so Renaissance is like, depending on who you ask and where the world is, like the 1400s. So this mm-hmm. is like tw- 1200 years before that.
0: Oh, wow. Quite a so long time. So this is
1: like two, like 200 years after Jesus died, but 1200 years to go.
0: Uh-huh. To get, For a hundred years. A uh-huh, hundred years to get to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Adrian is another one of the good emperors. Have you heard of that dude?
0: Hmm. Uh, uh, which built one? A wall. What, what, what's
1: this guy's name? Adrian.
0: Adrian. Emperor Adrian? Adrian.
1: Adrian with an H. Hadrian.
0: Hadrian. Hadrian. I see.
1: He built a big wall to keep the Scottish out.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> He's the Trump of his era.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean yeah, I we should be excluding the Scottish. I personally love the Scottish. Yeah. But uh Yeah, I guess you could say that. He's the, that really does like if if the good Emperor is kind of Trumpish. Um mm. also this dude suppressed a Jewish revolt. Um
0: oh, okay. Uh
1: so but he was one of the good ones. God, this really sucks. He's one of the good he did do a few genocides, but he was one of the good ones, okay? He did less genocides. <laughs> um or maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, yeah. Uh, uh, how about uh, Marcus Aurelius? Have you heard of that, Emperor? Uh, no. Okay. Wrote a book that is still being used today as a self-help book. Seemed like a chill guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not abuse his power as Emperor. We not. We don't need to go into any of these guys in depth, but just know, like, it's a good time to be Roman, okay? Things are good.
0: Things are good at the moment. Yeah, okay have you
1: ever heard of the the pax romana
0: the pax romana yeah nah it's been a while since since yeah high school history
1: (laughs) it just it just means roman peace Mm -hmm. uh like the point is like even though these guys were doing border skirmishes trying to keep the empire where it was or expand it like there was no Mm -hmm. huge big conflicts rome Mm -hmm. wasn't like in a big super war not there was a lot of money
0: starving
1: yeah exactly like this is if you Mm -hmm. had to be a roman this is Especially a low class Roman, this is one of the times you'd want to be one.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, so it's good to be it's good to be Roman, and here, um, here is where we get into our hero or bad guy of the story. Okay. Um. So most of my lo- most of my information on this dude who we're about to talk about, the scripter, comes from a dude named Lucian of Samosata. Mm -hmm. um he's an epicurean philosopher and he 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 wrote he was like some of our only surviving writings about this story come from this guy and so for a long long time people thought it was like atlantis or plato's republic where people thought like oh this is an allegory right oh i see uh what's what's about to happen is so unbelievable and shitty people thought it was a, a moral story Uh, But then we found actual artifacts of this cult and we're like, oh fuck, this dude was for real.
0: Oh man. (laughs) It's crazy. Uh,
1: So I bring this up just to be like, he's my only source here. So, and he fucking hated these guys. So we can't take everything he said. Like, take what he says with a grain of salt. But also, Uh we're pretty sure he was right about most things.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. So our story starts here in Abinantikis, which is in modern day Inabolu, Turkey. Okay. Uh, So, I want you to picture like this is on the Black Sea. So, it's like chill beach, like chill beachy vibes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fishermen. Like, this is the Venice beach or the Jersey shore of ancient Rome.
0: Oh, man. Oh, dude. (laughs) Okay. Coastal Uh, communities. I see. Okay.
1: But, like, a very specific kind of coastal community, right? With, like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Dude selling weed and tourism and like rich people flocking here to spend Uh money on crank cures.
0: I see. I see. Oh, so like, so like new agey type of stuff. New agey before new agey was even new agey, right?
1: Uh, Yes. Ooh. Uh, You're a genius. Exactly that.
0: I see. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. snake Um, oil salesman basically i
1: put a fucking pin in that put a pin in that okay specifically because that is literally exactly where we're going so oh boy (laughs) um, our dude here in in this holiday resort town is born this guy by the name of alexander Mm -hmm. um and at least according i'm at least according to lucian of Samosota, he was uh he wants you to picture quote Mentally configure a highly diversified soul blend made up of lying, trickery, perjury, and malice. Facile, audacious, venturesome, diligent in the execution of its schemes, plausible, convincing, masking as good, but wearing an appearance absolutely opposite of its purpose. So that was just a bad, fancy way to say that this dude was a two faced liar. This okay. dude was a huge grifter.
0: Huge grifter.
1: Born to be a grifter, and he was definitely a high functioning sociopath. So, you know, it was really big in Rome at the time. Is exactly what you're saying was medicine shows. Mm. You know what these were like. You're, pro- I'm most familiar with them in like an old west style same, kind of thing. Same,
0: yeah, same. It's like
1: uh, Coca-Cola and Dr. Pepper started as the shit.
0: Yeah, it's crazy to think about, it, but yeah.
1: <laughs> Where it's like, drink this cocaine drink, and it'll fix whatever's wrong with you.
0: He'll fix everything that's wrong with you. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> then you'll just be addicted to cocaine. <laughs>
1: yeah, and no one's ever felt bad on cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Alexander here, he mm-hmm. apprenticed with a quack doctor by the name of Apollonius of Tyrannus.
0: Mm-hmm. who
1: who was a who was a snake oil salesman. And who claim that like, do you, you, you know who Apollo is in in Greco Roman mythology? Uh, he's the
0: sun god, right?
1: Yeah, he's sometimes the sun god. He's also the god of like moderation and health and music. I see. So. This dude was like, oh, yeah, the god of the sun and healing and music came to me and said, drink my snake juice and it will cure you.'
0: <laughs> literal snake juice? Yeah. Oh, of course it's literal snake This is where yeah. we get snake oil from.
1: <laughs> I, d- I couldn't find if that was it, but that's like snakes. Snakes are going to be present throughout the story.
0: I see. OK.
1: Yeah. So uh, so what we got here is we got a dude who's naturally good at being a grifter he's in a place where there's a lot of grifters and he gets to train with some of the best grifters of the area. We have made a super grifter. We have like lab grown the best grifter there ever was. Wow. Um mm-hmm. So eventually uh eventually our dude is chilling and uh he is like i've been an apprentice quack doctor long enough it's time for me to make my own quack doctor job um god and he, i can only
0: imagine the kind of quackery they're getting back uh, yeah getting back in the day especially before like we even start using soap all that much you know
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like germ theory is still yeah what G- the- germs Still like 1800 years away, 1600 years away, something like that. Like Yeah. <laughs> uh have you ever have you ever seen like a cupping procedure done at a spa?
0: Yeah, I've seen that. I've, pair, and I don't know if that actually does anything for the person, but
1: <laughs> my understanding is it doesn't really do anything for the person. It just feels good, but that's apparently like a really popular quack yeah. cure here, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, in, I, not to disparage people who seek out alternative medicines, I guess. Yeah. Because the situations are different in a lot of different places.
1: Yeah. And you one know? of the faults of Western medicine is definitely like, mm-hmm. man, especially in the United States, doctors and the healthcare system are not good at communicating with people or giving them hope or being affordable. So I, I don't, it sucks. <sighs> I don't want people to be grifted, but I certainly can't blame them for seeking out alternative procedures. For real. Um, Man. <laughs> I mean just look at the whole covid thing too, you exactly, know, like Yeah. Ivermectin got bit as, even though it just keeps killing people, it got big for a reason.
0: Yeah. Oh man, how relevant, how crazily relevant.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's only like the I think I like I by the time we're done, I think you'll be haunted the same way I am. Hmm. Um <laughs> Anyway, so th- this dude uh Alexander he goes to Chalcedon, which is uh, sort of like, are you familiar with the geography of, like, uh, Byzantium or Istanbul at the all? The geography? Yeah. Not
0: not really, no, to be honest. So,
1: basically, like, Istanbul is half in Asia and half in Europe, and it's got this, like, big river called the Bosphorus Istanbul. that basically cuts between it, Yeah.
0: Not Constantinople. <laughs> Not Constantinople.
1: <laughs> of course, that's nobody's business but the Turks. But um, anyway,
0: little uh, little they might be giants. Uh, yeah, Where,
1: this where's Ryan when we need I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, uh, so basically, uh, Chalcedon is basically just over the. On the other side of this strait from um, Byzantium, Istanbul mm-hmm. is so big that both halves, both parts of the city, like these were different cities at the time, but now they're both just parts of Istanbul.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's this cute little neighborhood called Katikoy, which is sort of like a, like a, a a shishi like fancy upper scale, like a Brooklyn sort of neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like this is where the Grove of Ancient Rome would be, you know, the Grove nice. in LA. Yeah, yeah. The, like it's that the, kind of place. The the, the
0: the really expensive like grocery store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like a step up from sprouts, even or like yeah, or Whole Foods.
1: <laughs> like outdoor shopping malls with glasses that cost three hundred dollars, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like back then Byzantium As it was then, as it is now, because it's like the, you know, the capital of Istanbul. Well, Istanbul's not the capital of Turkey, Ankara is, but like, it's the New York of Turkey. This was like the (laughs) New York of Eastern Rome. Everybody's there. And like, once you're done with all your business in Byzantium, you can just cross the strait. It just (laughs) takes a few, a few, a few hours. And you're in Chalcedon where you can fucking party in the rich shishu neighborhood.
0: Right, 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 right. This is where you want to be if you're. uh... So,
1: like, all the all the rich people would leave Byzantium on the weekends and go blow their money in Chalcedon. I see. I see. Big old So uh, big Yeah. Old I see. So it was full of swindlers too. Of course. Um and one of these swindlers was a songwriter and charm seller by the name of Kokonos. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Coconut. A songwriter? A songwriter. Yeah. songwriter and charm seller
0: oh man i don't like that
1: (laughs) Mm -mm. well so so our boy alexander finds coconuts and together they're like you know they start talking and they're like they see some they see some holes in the grifting landscape and they know how they can hit it rich
0: oh boy okay they got it they they get to scheme in together
1: yes and what they do Mm-hmm. Th- they start a little tiny cult of their own of quack dockering. And they are apparently so good at it that like a lot of cults, like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Nexium and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, is, got... is,
0: I know one of them's responsible for like a, uh, a kombucha brand. I can't.
1: Oh, that sounds very one. right.
0: I can't tell you which one.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 I don't want to do slander, but I like, A lot of these cults, eventually they find a rich person who loves them and gives them a ton of money. Right. That's exactly what happens here is these guys are so good. And apparently Alexander is so hot Uh that a wealthy woman from Macedon named Pella, she funds their cult and she's like, you boys are so good. Let me take you home with me. Oh, boy. So she takes them back to Pella and Macedon, which Mm -hmm. is I know you're not a super big ancient history guy, but it. That's where Alexander the Great is from. It's sort of like mm-hmm. the very mm-hmm. northern part of Greece. Um, right. Alexander the Great's been gone a long time. Baston has now been conquered by Rome. But there's still mm-hmm. a lot of old rich old, uh, families there. Right, right. Okay. Uh, and you know what's fucking hot here? You know what? Colt is fucking vibing.
0: Which one?
1: Uh, People love them snakes.
0: Really? The snake cult? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cult of the snake oh interesting hmm
1: yeah so like um alexander the great like part of the reason he was so popular is there was a story that like his 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 mom got pregnant from a snake and he's half god because he's part snake
0: i see i see i see
1: and like before whatever the the greco roman religion got in there there seems to be evidence that there was a a snake religion
0: Uh. and
1: alexander alexander the great's dad philip who was also like a conquering sort of dude. He put snakes all over his shields, mm-hmm. uh, like snakes everywhere in Macedon. People love them snakes. Right. <laughs> so Alexander, uh, uh, to the point where Lucian and other writers note that like, it was really fancy to keep big snakes as pets the same way. Like you you're sort of like the Paris Hilton stereotype of having a little chihuahua.
0: I see. Instead of a little and Chihuahua, you have like people—a giant snake, like, a giant snake just draped around you. <laughs> yeah, and I like—I'm—I'm
1: su- I'm suspicious of this, but um, hmm. Lucian says that the snakes were so tame uh, that people used them to guard their babies, like guard dogs, or even let the snakes <laughs> drink from their boobs.
0: Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that
1: was somebody's thing, but you know, I what don't I mean. know about that. <laughs> um. So a uh, tiny detour, but like you know what what snake could have possibly been the snake that people would just like carried around like a chihuahua?
0: It'd have to be like a garden snake or something like that, right yeah. or...
1: i well you're you're on the right track because i I have based on mm-hmm. my research, I have three good candidates from you, each of them funnier than the last one,
0: mhm. <laughs>
1: I'll just, I'll just drop I'll drop you the pictures. I got it prepared. Okay. So we have this cute guy. Our first candidate is the Asclepian snake.
0: How do you spell that?
1: Like Asclepius. So A-S-C-L-E-P-I-U-S. Asclepius. Or Asclepian. Asclepius. Uh, like A-N snake. So like Asclep- Asclepius is the Roman god of healing.
0: I see, yeah. He's, oh, right. He, he's got the... um.
1: The staff the, with the, the snakes the, that's the still all over healthcare.
0: Yeah, still everywhere. So there is a
1: big snake in Macedon uh, Mm -hmm. named after this dude.
0: Mm, This dude, this god. Right, this god.
1: And so they're basically, even though Mm -hmm. uh, they can get to over eight feet in length.
0: Mm -hmm. um, They're pretty docile.
1: They are super docile. They're basically, look at that guy. Look how cute his pattern is. Wow. He's got sort of like a zipper pattern with a little bit yeah, of blue.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the big, non-venomous. Medium, sized snake, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're non-venomous. They average out at about six and a half feet long, which, like, it's taller than you or me. So they're oh, big yeah. snakes. Oh, yeah. Actually, we're both seven foot two, and we're great at basketball. <laughs> this is an audio medium. Yeah. <laughs> If only. <laughs> so I I think the scientists must have named this guy on purpose, but uh, our next candidate is the uh, brace yourself, the Eric's jaculus. Oh boy, <laughs> um,
0: Eric's Jaculus, How do you spell Eric, that?
1: I I got another picture for you. Why don't you describe this guy instead of me? Oh sure. Oh, files are too powerful. Look, here you go. I want to really show. I really want to showcase this guy because I think his face is cute as hell.
0: Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, it's
1: just—it's just a snake, but do your best to, descri- to describe uh, him.
0: I'd say like those granulars of sand are pretty. Yeah, give a good idea for scale. He's pretty small. I'd say maybe seven, seven inches, maybe. Yeah. Maybe ten inches long little snake he's kind of greenish tan color yeah he's got like a little little zipper pattern too
1: to him yeah 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 all right so this guy is the only boa constrictor native to europe hmm. they only get three or f- four feet long uh, but being boa constrictors they also have no venom mm-hmm. they're famously so docile the ancient Greeks used to launch them from their ships at onto other people's ships to spook the fuck out of them.
0: <laughs> wow. Poor snake. Uh, Yeah. So <laughs>
1: even though it sounds like some weird form of jacking off, Eric's Jaculus just literally translates to the javelin boa,
0: the javelin boa. And the, yeah. See. They named it. Well, Cause they
1: shot up like javelins at other ships.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow.
1: Um, so that's a possible snake. Mm
0: hmm.
1: Uh, and there's also have you ever heard of a legless lizard,
0: legless lizard? Yeah, kind of. They're pretty weird they're very strange.
1: Yeah. Well, but they are snakes,
0: technically. Or are they I, not?
1: they're lizards. They're just like because, you know, like a snake yeah. is a specialized lizard. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not a herpetologist. I don't know exactly what.
0: I know what makes a snake a snake is like its mouthy skull bits, actually
1: yeah yeah oh i had a big conversation my my wife was goading me because she's like well what's the difference between a lizard and a crocodile i'm like well a lizard is in an entirely different family of reptile and she's like okay but like what makes it different i'm like i had to look it up and it's it's the op- you're exactly right it's like the openings at the back of their head and the way the jaw fits yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: anyway I mean, uh, if, if
0: you want to get if you want to get like like, biological about it, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, if you want to, like, very precise. Yeah. But this is Pseudopis Apotus. Did I put that Pseudopus in the right chat? Pseudopus apodus. He's fucking gnarly. He's the scariest looking one.
0: He looks pretty strange. He looks like a lizard with his legs cut off.
1: Yeah, I think he looks like an earthworm with a reptile's head. Like a giant yeah. earthworm, black earthworm with a reptile's yeah, head. Yeah.
0: Um, have, you seen but they... those, have you seen those, like, mole lizards that are, like, that only have two like a front pair of legs and no legs and it's like a long tail
1: you know i've not seen about? that that sounds cute as hell
0: it's pretty crazy they're they're pretty nuts yeah like they're they're like an ancient like um
1: yeah it like, sounds uh, like a relative
0: of lizards and snakes they're really they've, they've been around for a long time
1: <laughs> it sounds like they're on their way to like lose it because if they've lost you know because i i believe some species of snakes still have the arm and leg bones but they're just floating around in there well not yeah, floating sometimes you know what have, i mean
0: they i i remember seeing a snake that had like a little claw that was still attached yeah like, poking out you know it was pretty weird
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah anyway uh biology this, and evolution is crazy man it's crazy <laughs>
1: I love it. I don't know a whole lot about it, but it's always very fascinating. Um, so these fascinating, yeah. <laughs> these dudes look really scary. They're huge. They're black and they eat snails. So they're harmless. I see. Um, they,
0: they eat snails. OK,
1: yeah. <laughs> Apparently they're beloved in the pet trade because they just look so fucking weird. Anyway, I so bet, the Byzantine yeah. or the uh, the Macedonians love one of these guys. We're not sure which. And mm-hmm. so Alexander and Coconus are like, OK, this is the secret ingredient we need is snakes. We're going to take the snakes and we're going to mix it with the healthcare, and we're going to get, boom, the biggest cult ever. Oh, boy. So taking the funding of that Macedonian woman and a bunch of snakes, it sounds like. Um, the grift they pull is they go do all the they have a little disagreement first about where they're going to set up this cult. Um, uh, they each want to go to their own hometowns to do it. Mm-hmm. Um Eventually, Alexander wins out and they go there. But first, what they do is they go to every oracle around the area and they either pay people to lie for them or they secretly sneak in scrolls and tablets, uh, proclaiming that uh, a new god is coming. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, you, I, you got know, but, on the way. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. Coming soon, tr- trademark. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so like, you know about like the Oracle of Delphi and stuff like that, right? Where it's like, oh,
0: yeah, from like 300 and shit. Where yeah, like... exactly. Yeah, the the mysterious woman who dances around interpretively and you and tells you the future, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like she gives you a little rhyme that's supposed to be hard to interpret. and
0: mm-hmm. um, So it's apparently always, that was super always really cryptic. It's always something really cryptic yeah usually, yeah.
1: <laughs> so there were a ton of those. like the Delphi was the most respected one
0: mm-hmm.
1: but there were tons of those oracles everywhere. and so these dudes stopped everywhere from for all along Anatolia, dropping these tablets being like new God coming soon, new God coming soon. Hey, did you hear the oracle? She said, new God coming soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so if you're th- I have to ask you uh, yeah, like. How important do you think is drip here?
0: Oh, it's so important. Okay, yeah. People, uh, especially back then, I bet if you got like the finest robes or whatever, the finest fabrics, people think you're hot shit and uh, yep. will listen to you. I bet. I bet.
1: <laughs> you are so right. Because the first, the second thing they do now that their cold is established is they use what's left of their money to get dripped out. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they grow their hair long, um, they get it styled um they buy purple robes which i don't know if you know this fact but like Mm -hmm. purple dye used to only come from sea snails right so it took a lot of which is yeah which is why it's a royal color Right. so like they bought purple robes um Mm. they they got dripped out and they and they talked to oracles and stuff like that right and so like they're dripped out they're ready and all of a sudden people are finding notes and tablets everywhere um, saying a new god is gonna come, it's gonna appear in Abenatychus. Everyone get your ass to Abenatychus.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Um, so uh I know we loved him because his name was so dumb, but Coconus does not make it to does not live to see the <laughs> cult get started. Damn, really? What happens? So Lucian jokes that he died of snake bite, but we don't know.
0: Oh, hmm, we just, don't know.
1: Maybe Alexander ki- killed him. Uh maybe he just like dipped and was like i'm out like people used to drown crossing rivers all the time like there were bandits like who knows mm. he right. doesn't make it knowledge alexander- lost the time right exactly
0: hmm i see
1: um but alexander is like fine he just takes hookiness share of the loot and the extra stuff he does is he starts claiming he's descended from perseus Oh, boy. <laughs> so he starts claiming like he's, you know, a demigod or half god or quarter god. And uh-huh. he all this is the weirdest fucking thing. He buys golden leather pants.
0: Golden leather pants.
1: So when the wind blows just right, people can see up his toga.
0: Uh-huh. And see his and golden.
1: See, golden yeah, pants. See his golden, his quote unquote golden thighs. Oh, I see. And for some reason that convinces a lot of people that he's a god. <laughs> are the thigh like I'm a thigh lover myself, you know? I right. don't, I don't think seeing somebody's gold pants would convince me. But different times, different times,
0: I guess. Different times, especially if they're really tight, you know. I guess, yeah.
1: Which I, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, are they actually know.
0: made of gold, or are they like?
1: There's no way. Like, they'd have to be gold painted, but wouldn't you like? I don't How know.
0: You do that back then. You know? This is
1: almost as mysterious to me as the other inner workings of the cult. But we'll mm-hmm. we'll get there. We're almost at the good part. We're almost at the good grift. Like oh boy, this shit's <laughs> about to take off. Um. So thanks in part two is gold pants. The cult is an immediate hit, and he gets even more money. Wow. So with all this money, he's like, okay, what do what do I invest in?
0: Mm. Take a swing. Uh, can they make a multiple choice <laughs>
1: uh yeah yeah just give me a second so I can hide the real answer in there
0: okay uh, does he
1: buy a senator does he buy uh a temple does he buy uh a castle or does he buy his own elite bodyguard like no. force?
0: I think he buys a temple because we're you're
1: fucking genius yeah that's like, absolutely buy land
0: yeah, yeah. I think he Land buys a temple, temple, a place for the cult to worship, right?
1: Yeah. So it, it, this seems to have been a rundown pre-existing temple that he buys and refurbishes, which, like, it's very funny to me, very Terry Pratchett, that it's just, like, f- temple for sale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I get, I can get see, like, a church going out of business and, you know, yeah.
1: like,
0: you, know you you need a place and, uh Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, as we mentioned at the top, like this was a this was a time where New Age before New Age stuff was popular. So, like, Mm -hmm. was there some like yoga cult before there was a yoga cult, some kombucha cult before there was a kombucha cult that like Mm -hmm. got got.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, so, yes, he in fact buys a temple. And then one day while the temple is being constructed, he he fakes like a seizure and he runs Mm. to the temple saying like Asclepius is telling me to go to the temple. We got to get to the temple, you guys. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, so they all run to the temple that's under construction, and he hops down in the mud of the foundation of the temple, and out of the mud and the muck and stuff, he pulls a little egg. Oh, is it a snake egg? <laughs> it is a snake egg. Oh boy! <laughs> um, so like the egg hatches in front of everyone, and Whoa. a little snake comes out, and Alexander says, "Like, oh, behold, it's our new god." I gotta make sure he grows up big and strong. I'll be back soon. Wow. And he disappears for a few days. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, Aleutian suggests that he, like, put a snake inside of a fake egg, and he, like, sealed it up with wax and hid it the day before or something. You
0: you, could easily falsify this, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, there's a very common mystical healer trick where people, like, rub the egg over your body and crack it, and black goo comes out, and he's like, oh, this was your cancer. Probably the same track,
0: <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they had access to snakes. I can see they. Yeah, you know, they just grab a snake egg that's about to hatch. Put it there, you know?
1: Yeah, it's actually a good point because we'll see later. Like, I think Lucian over- overthinks a lot of these grips. Like, we know they have access to snakes. It's probably just a snake egg, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. If he was yeah. just
1: cracked open. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. But yep. So Alexander declares this god. This name might be familiar to you. Have you ever heard of Glycon?
0: Oh boy, yeah, we've talked about Glycon, the have lame we? ass. Yeah, we've we've talked about we've we've talked. It must have been the Sneeple episode. Yeah, you know, go see our Sneeple Sneeple episode, episode for more on snakes. snakes. Exactly. If you want to know but about yeah. snakes and uh, snake people. <laughs>
1: This is. Uh, do you know what glycon translates to? I find this both very funny and very creepy.
0: Glycon, snake man, snake person.
1: Uh, the sweet one, like glucose. Ooh, <laughs> that is. I don't weird. like a god being called the sweet one. The sweet one. That's not great. <laughs> it's very like a demon pretending it's to a be de- a god. I don't know. It really
0: is. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. The sweet one. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah.
1: So like. Uh, Alexander took the snake home and then like a few days later he opened his home mm-hmm. uh, to his followers which like I don't think we've talked a lot about seances but you know the trick with those is like you make it very dark mm-hmm. and you, you set the mood with like smoke and candles and chanting and people kind of see what they want to see you know right 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 like famously thanks to Harry Houdini you know s- stuff like a, a napkin with goo on it is a napkin with goo on it when the lights are on, but when the lights are off, that's a fucking ghost, dude.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. (laughs) You can really get people into the state of mind where they're like ready to believe. So, you know, he's sitting here either in his home on a bunch of pillows or in the temple on a throne. Mm -hmm. Um, and in his lap is a now massive snake that is curled around him and has a human face and head of hair. Mm hmm. And rests, uh, quote, under his beard.
0: No way! Really? Uh, what?
1: Yeah, We're it's making his... it. It quote unquote, it, re- it poked out from under his beard, or it rested under his beard. The thing's snake. face. The snake. Yeah, the snake. The snake with the human face.
0: The snake with the human face in his beard. That's yeah. That's, that's weird.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and the snake with a human face, Glycon, spoke to, uh, he said that he was the grandson of Zeus and a beacon to mortals, and that, uh, obviously, Alexander was his prophet, so just listen to Alexander.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Um, And, like, w- we have lots of, like, non-cult people being like, yeah, dude, I went to the temple, there was a giant snake there, and it talked to me, and it told me my future. <laughs> So, like, it it seems like this was not hype. It seems like this was a real physical thing. But from Lucian and other sources, it seems pretty clear that this was a Muppet.
0: I see. Like a taxidermized snake, maybe?
1: Yeah, like, Lucian suggested that the body of the snake was real. Mm -hmm. uh, But that the head was, like, hidden in his armpit. And then he was, like, because his hands were hidden in his robes and stuff like that, he was actually secretly puppeting like using sock puppeting the big snake.
0: I see. I see.
1: Um,
0: Man, I guess you'd have to be there to know for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: one of those things where it's like if I had a time machine, this is like not my number <laughs> one, but probably my top 10 to be like, what the fuck? What the fuck was actually happening? Yeah, so, quote, Lucian thinks they, quote, prepared and fitted up a serpent's head of linen, which had something of a human look to it when it was all painted up, and it appeared very lifelike. It would open and close its mouth by means of horse hairs, and a forked black tongue like a snake's, also controlled by horse hairs, would dart in and out. Wow. You can think of horse hairs like fishing line, just, like, too thin to see, but, like, he seems to think it was made out of linen. It was a puppet.
0: Right, right, right. Big he also market, everybody worshiping
1: <laughs> yeah exactly this is kermit the frog's great 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 grandfather <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 uh lucian thought the god's speech like because the snakes seemed to speak was done via via like an elaborate scheme using like speakers hidden in the floor or stuff like that or like hmm. somebody there were curtains in these rooms so he thought maybe somebody was behind the curtains speaking into a goose trachea But, like, once again, you know, like, do they really have to do a complicated fake egg if they can just get a snake egg? Like, ventriloquism exists. Does he really have to use goose organs and tubes when he could just?
0: Yeah, he could just, like, throw his voice. Yeah. uh, Mm.
1: I was going to make a joke at the expense of that shitty comedian, but I can't remember his name. So we're just going to keep rolling. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that guy. (laughs) Jim Dunham,
0: whatever. Something Dunham, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He could just do a Dunham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, at this point, we got our cult right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you know what a cult's got to do is they got to make money. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so there are two big ways these guys made money. Mm-hmm. The first one was fake medicine. Again, like literal snake oil. From right, Thicon. right. Uh, but the second one was he, they stole the Oracle's game hmm they would also read the future oh no and they charged per question
0: of course of course you do <laughs>
1: yeah so like you know the old like a uh, magician trick or like johnny carson trick where you like hold the envelope to your forehead without opening it yeah yeah you could do the answers mm-hmm. that was their shtick that was what they did is like alexander would hold the letter up to Up to uh, Glycon and Glycon would tell you would answer the questions without having read what they were. I see. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, like I said, they they answered enough of these questions that just this part of the grift made them at one drachma per question, made them 80,000 drachma a year.
0: Now if you're accounting for inflation, what I mean, I
1: did not <laughs> check this. Let's see drachma <laughs> to USD. US <laughs> uh Roman
0: I would I, I wonder how you could even tell. So one that.
1: drachma is according to this is a is about twenty dollars.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. One drachma. So they're making like what? How much?
1: Tw- I, I'm not a math head, but so charging $20 <laughs> per question, they right. made 80,000 times 20. So that's what?
0: 80,000 times 20?
1: 160?
0: Something like that. Yeah, yeah. A I'm million? so bad
1: at math and digits, dude. It's <laughs> like one 1.60 million, something like that.
0: Something like that. Yeah, they, a lot. A, a lot. Right.
1: <laughs> so, like, To debunk this, Lucian would write scrolls. Mm -hmm. Uh, He'd say, like, this scroll has eight questions on them, but it'd just be one question that was like, why are you such a fucking idiot? Oh, I see. Or he'd just, there'd be no questions on there. like Mm -hmm. It'd just say, fuck you, over and over and over again, or like, when will you be proven to be a fraud? Oh, I see. And he'd always get back a bunch of vague answers that didn't relate to the questions. Of course. So he was like, I knew you weren't reading these. Right. But like nobody, you know, as is so often the case, like Teflon Don, none of the shit sticks.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, so let me see. You you've you've like a hundred percented all of my questions so far. But let me ask you this one: mm-hmm. uh, What do you, knowing that they're getting all these questions, what do you think the second part of the grift was? Like, what was the other way they made money? Get get real evil.
0: Oh man, is it sex crimes?
1: We're getting to sex crimes.
0: Oh, We're not no. there yet. <laughs> not yet okay because i was gonna say like prostitution of some kind
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh it's 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 close it's not it's not in the same uh-huh uh it's not in the same like Family building but cream. it's in the same uh neighborhood okay um
0: how, how else would they make money
1: black male baby
0: oh i see okay
1: because people were writing in questions. According to Lucian, they didn't look, but they must have. At least yeah. on some of them. People were like, we're writing in, you know, sort of like, when will my secret lover join me? Or uh, when will my bitch wife die so I can marry my niece? Oh, like, I see. I see. I see. So then they all are, of a sudden. They
0: dirt on people.
1: Exactly. It's like, I don't want to. I, I don't want to get anybody after me, but a, a certain cult mm-hmm. based on sci-fi ratings in Los Angeles allegedly uses devices to scan the ghosts in people's blood and thereby also gets blackmail material. And they're oh very boy. wealthy. and successful.
0: Oh man. Which one is this?
1: <laughs> could be anyone legally speaking.
0: I see. I see. could even
1: be a parody, but uh, definitely not one that also has huge bases of power in the UK and Florida.
0: Oh wait, is this Scientology? <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we'll never know. It could be any of the many cults in Los Angeles i see i see
0: (laughs) don't join cults i guess is the message yeah i mean
1: when i talk to cult people and i think this is the case here like it doesn't matter how smart you are like if you're like if you're at a low point you're vulnerable like you know Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. like cybersecurity. it's not a matter of like if but when like you Mm -hmm. just gotta You know, like I, I, I don't feel bad. I
0: guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like reach out to your friends, you know, make sure that they're not falling in with weird groups of people who are giving them a false sense of community while also cutting them off.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Especially with the cutting off bit, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, that's always, that's the biggest way you can tell. Yeah. Cause like other movements want more people, but these movements will be like, no, you know, don't mm-hmm. your family is lying if they say this is bad. they're They're harmful people. Get away from them. Only uh, live definitely. with us <laughs> Okay, so with all this money and power, uh, what else would Alexander do but sex stuff, right? Of course. Um, he started successfully approaching pe- people's wives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some complaints that he was like doing rasputin and stuff, like banging everybody's wives. Um, we know Mm. thanks to one inscription from Caesarea in Asia Mm. Minor that uh, at least one kid named Miletus was allegedly fathered by Glycon. Oh. Uh, Mm. he also expanded his network of spies with this money so that he could do cold readings better, like Mm -hmm. he'd have spies in a bunch of wealthy people's houses who would know what the you know what the what the people you know, like there were a bunch of slaves in these houses right and right, servants right. and stuff like that so he'd have these guys on his payroll and they'd report back to him about like what the master of the house was talking about what he was feeling like you know you know the way rich people are like sometimes the servants just blend into the background they don't treat them like they're not people or they're not there they talk like right. they're not in private but then these people take all that information back to him mm, yeah I see yeah yeah so so like you'd come see uh, Glycon after getting into a fight with your wife, and Glycon would be like, "Hey bud, I heard you had a fight with your wife. I'm real sorry about that. If you pay me this much money, I'll tell you how- I'll tell you how to make her happy again."
0: <laughs> I see. I see.
1: Yeah. Um. So one of the shittiest things he did. Mm-hmm. Uh. Like, again, it, Rome was a slave state. Not good i think is it bold to say we it at, uh, at scrub mode are anti-slavery
0: uh yeah <laughs> no <laughs> what? yeah yeah or this slavery is an anti-slavery bad. podcast
1: yeah, um, slavery bad don't
0: do it anymore
1: <laughs> so so uh much much as in the american south like roman nobles would pay a lot of money to catch runaway slaves
0: right okay
1: so one of the one of the shittiest things that alexander did was he established his own network of rogues and criminal contacts Mm -hmm. to pretend to be like coyotes like do they would do fake underground railroad
0: oh no (laughs) so then
1: when the no when the noble would come to glycon and be like hey my best slave he escaped in the night where is he glycon would be like let me check my records okay yeah um dave is in this bar go to this bar Cause he, mm-hmm. his guys contacted Dave and snuck him into that bar. So the noble would send his guys in and Dave would be there and it'd be like, wow, Glycon truly you do have the, the ability to see the future. Amazing.
0: What? An um, art.
1: Yeah. But it was all this dude deliberately baiting and preying on enslaved people.
0: Wow. What an asshole. What a piece yeah. of shit.
1: Another trick he would do was like, people love like finding treasure, right? And so he'd take a little bit of his treasure and he'd bury it on their land. Oh. And so when people were like, where can I find treasure? He'd be like, we'll look under this tree. And then people would be like, wow, I found treasure there. You're a genius. And then he'd do like the the scam thing where he'd give them a bunch of other places to look for treasure at a cost. And of course, there would be no treasure or it would cost less. There'd be less treasure that he'd spent, make. And yeah, yeah,
0: I see. Yeah,
1: sort of like a loot box thing yeah
0: <laughs> it was loot box before, before yeah loot box. <laughs> again
1: i'm telling you like this story is relevant to our times like this dude wow. he had the snake oil he had the future seeing he had the cold reads he had the like you know he had the alex jones ultimate bone broth like he had the joe wrote like this right. dude had all the scams
0: yeah what an asshole
1: uh, eventually, he got big enough to advertise.
0: Mm, okay. So he
1: started. He 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 had his own priests, and he'd send them out to outside of the Roman Empire, being like, "Hey, come to abenaticus There's a real god there, and he's super powerful, and knows the future, and can heal you."
0: Mm, I see.
1: So he got so wealthy and powerful, uh huh, that he petitioned the government to do a Glycon festival. And they, the madmen fucking did it.
0: Of course, it, of course. It became
1: did. a major three-day festival where, like, everybody in town and pilgrims from all over the Empire and, like, even a little beyond came to worship him. <laughs> <laughs> he he also got the town renamed from mm-hmm. Abanatikus to Ionopolis. Ionopolis? Um, yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, which is like it was. It basically it was a Greeker name. It was an older name for the city that he got it changed to, hmm. to make it sound fancier. Um,
0: okay, okay.
1: And uh, hey, the mod- like we said at the top, the modern name for the town is Ionabolu, which is just Ionopolis in Turkish. The name fucking stuck two thousand years later. Wow, the madman did it. Wow. Um. Then he fucked the moon. Okay claimed he fucked the moon yep exactly (laughs) that's the image i have in my notes it's it's a picture of sokka holding up the brochure that says i fucked the moon (laughs) um but he claimed like some somebody clearly didn't want to be caught in an affair and dropped off a daughter with him Mm -hmm. um but he claimed that that was the moon
0: Mm, i see i see It seems really crazy. Infidelity could be just like was rampant. I'm sure. I mean, as it is today. But have you seen White Lotus?
1: (laughs) No, I haven't. But my brother actually recommended it. I might have to go check it out.
0: I I think it's about infidelity. (laughs) Yeah, that's like it's about
1: infidelity and sort of what we're talking about here, like how the rich do not do not see this. Like they're not servants, you know. They're like leisure workers, from what I understand. Right. How the servants do not see the help. And mm-hmm. oftentimes that allows that allows the help to mm-hmm. carve back some small measure of power in this fucked up world. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So this this worked out though because he would later marry his moon daughter to a consul, um, okay. which is like Rome ha- only ever had two consuls at one time. It's a it's a pretty big position, you know, below the emperor, but like. This, ascent, this basically almost married him into the royal family. And he was wow. fucking untouchable. Mm, Let's we'll see. Uh, but it's not all fucking the moon and getting rich off dumb rich people. Mm-hmm. He fucked up a few times.
0: Oh, oh, did this was is there like did, did these fuck ups lead to like a domino effect of him losing everything eventually?
1: Mm, you'd hope. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sort of spoil it, but like, I think if you're reading between the lines, like, I'm just going to take the curtain off here. He never faces justice. Obviously, the town (laughs) is still named after him. Like he he buries into power. He it it, it, like certain other people. He keeps fucking up in obvious ways that you would hope would prove to people in power and his followers. This is a charlatan, but none of it ever sticks. And he just gets away scot-free. Wow, that sucks. Um, so there's this dude named Sevrianus. Sevrianus. Yep, not a great name.
0: Hmm, yeah.
1: But he he's the governor of Cappadocia, which is sort of in like north central, northeastern Turkey. Uh as as an artist, Julio, I like you should Google some pictures of this place because mm. it looks like an alien world. It's all weird sandstone pillars. Uh you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's a wild piece of the world. I've been there. Nothing else on earth looks like it.
0: What's it called? Um, again?
1: It's Cappadocia. So C A P P A D O C I A. Cappadocia.
0: Cappadocia.
1: Ooh, it's wow. Yeah, um, lots of caves, lots of sandstone. It's really weird. Wow. Lots of early Christians and rebels like fled this area because, like, you can carve it's out in, the caves and the resorts. Yeah. Yeah. We're all almost the this entire story almost all takes place in Turkey.
0: I see. Wow. Yeah, it is pretty nice. They they see they they love um they love ballooning out there. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, great weather for hot ballooning, <laughs> hot air ballooning, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, some of the earliest Turkish people, the Hittites, are, are from this region. Right, the um, Hittites.
0: That's like. It's a very interesting group of people I've heard of. Yeah,
1: uh, I'd love to talk about them. I'm not sure how they fit in the scrub mode, but like mm. <laughs> lots of clay work. If you got the glug vases, that's Hittite in origin. Cool, cool stuff. Maybe invaded Egypt, mm-hmm. um, made a cool treaty with the Egyptians to fight whatever the sea people are. Can't yeah. can't get stuck there because uh, I will talk forever about ancient Near Eastern history. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, this this is close to Persia. Kind of right. where the borders of the Persian empire were at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Like Persia's in Armenia, which is not too far away. Uh, the uh, At the time, the Persians were called the Parthians. Right. Um, so this governor is like, Hey, I want to be more famous. Hey, there's a bunch of, there's a, there's a, a rival empire at my doorstep. Uh, should I invade Armenia and go, which was wealthy at the time and go fuck with these guys to which Glycon said, under your charging spear shall fall Armenians and Parthi, then you shall fare to Rome in the glorious waters of the Tiber, wearing upon your brow the chaplet studded with sunbeams. Which is like basically just means like you're gonna go, you're gonna kick ass, and they're gonna throw a party for you back in Rome.
0: <laughs> I see, I see. Hmm.
1: Um, so you wanna guess what happened to to our boy Sevrianus? What happened? Uh, he got his shit slapped so hard that he was tabled. Like, his his entire legion was killed to the man. Damn. They got trapped into a shitty fortress, and he decided to commit seppuku.
0: Damn. Yeah,
1: he lost about Dishonored. as hard as you could.
0: Dishonored. Wow, that sucks.
1: Yeah. Uh. So to make this even slimier, uh, the the Glycon Temple. Uh, removed this prediction from their wall of predictions and put up a new one that was said, like, if you invade Armenia, you're going to end up dying at the point of your own sword. Hmm, I see. You know, so like information traveled too slow. So like latecomers would like come to the temple and be like, yeah, I guess I guess Glycon told him not to do it. And he did it anyway. And he died. Wow. Glycon's always right.
0: <laughs> wow. wow. It's fucking gross. It is.
1: Um, in another retelling, it said that, like, uh, or in another source, it says that, like, if you invade Armenia, you're going to die by arrow, which is not how he died. Hmm. So, like, do double, double, double wrong, double slimy.
0: Right, right. Uh,
1: then we got another story where an important senator and future consul, uh, P. Mamunius M- Sisena mm-hmm. uh went to Glycon, and he's like, I have... Uh, I have my firstborn son. I love him so much. Who should I get to tutor him? Mm-hmm. And Glycon said, the best tutors.
0: And who were these best tutors?
1: Well, he didn't elaborate, which was so vague and unhelpful that like really <laughs> could not figure out who to hire to tutor his son. Oh, and no. then the kid died.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How would the kid
1: die? A plague, I think.
0: He died of the plague, I see. Uh,
1: so obviously you think this would be the end for our dude. You can't. That th- You made a prediction that just weeks later was wrong. Mm-hmm. You fucked up. Every, it's over, right? Right. No. Um, Rudolianus completely flipped and he was like, oh, my son is being tutored by the great philosophers in heaven now. That Glycon <laughs> was trying to warn me. Oh my god, he's so powerful wow so this dude yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so now this dude is hard in. he's like i I love him Mm -hmm. this he 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 tried to save me um Hmm.
0: uh
1: so this like if 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 the marrying thing didn't protect him enough now this dude this dude who's one of the most important senators in the world is his best friend and he is fucking untouchable.
0: Wow. Okay. How's this story end, John?
1: Well, uh, not well. No oh boy. <laughs> Let's see how are we doing on time. Oh, uh, we gotta call it.
0: Yeah. I'm well, sorry, we're John. almost.
1: We're almost there. I'll speed run it. And uh-huh. In another instance, uh, a, a wealthy dude took a pilgrimage up the Nile with all his mm-hmm. slaves, and then his slaves came back, and he didn't. Hmm. Uh, and people were like, hey, Glycon, what happened? And the Glycon was like, oh, his slaves killed him. And wow. his slaves were like, no, no, he's coming back. We're fine. And uh, people trusted Glycon and they killed all the slaves. Did he come back? Yeah, he came back two months later and was like, where are all my good and loyal slaves? Oh, boy. Yeah, oh,
0: it's awkward. <laughs>
1: and then when someone, yeah, then when someone made fun of Alexander over it, mm-hmm. Alexander incited a mob to kill him. Wow. Uh, uh, then in 165 the Antonine Plague hit Mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
1: uh, as you might expect shit ton of people died Glycon said buy snake oil people still died Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and even the good emperor Marcus Aurelius went to Glycon saying like should I invade Germany Glycon was like yeah he invaded Germany and it was the one of the biggest losses in Rome's entire history
0: Oh yeah, never invade Germany.
1: Yeah. Twenty thousand soldiers died. Oh man. <laughs> uh entire legions wiped off the earth. Right. Uh Roman population borked forever. Right. Um, and like I said, uh none of this shit ever stuck. The dude lived for years. He lived until one seventy, which like we don't really know when he was born, but we think that meant he lived till he was in his 80s or 90s. Holy shit. Uh, if it makes it better, he did die of gangrene, maybe of the cock.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess we can get into the sex crimes a lot. We're speedrunning it at this point. But just know, like, yeah, obviously he abused his power.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure.
1: Um, And uh, now the cult eventually falls out of popularity once he dies without its charismatic leader. Um, and now the only, now Glycon is only remembered via Alan Moore and on the Romanian thousand dollar bill.
0: <laughs> the Romanian thousand dollar bill is a big of a Glycon.
1: Yeah. Uh, they yeah. found a big Glycon statue while trying to dig a train station in Romania. Uh-huh. Uh, so now it's on the bill, and I would—I don't know about you, but as cool as the Glycon thing is, mm-hmm. I would not put a statue of a grifter god
0: on on, on my currency. dollar bill on currency, let alone the thousand dollar bill.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure how much, like, I'm not sure what the conversion rate is, but like, right. maybe there it's you like
0: go, dollar bill or something. I'm mm-hmm. not
1: sure who the Romanian figure is there.
0: Oh, I see. Oh, that's that's what Glycon looked like. Yeah, it's like it's like a. Uh, almost anthropomorphized snake with hair.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a snake with a like it's gross. I hate it.
0: It's very gross, yeah. Wow, what a what a crazy time to be alive.
1: Yeah. I'm so glad we're not alive in a time where drifters <laughs> are running wild, making <laughs> friends with powerful political people, convincing people to buy snake oil instead of medicine to prevent a deadly plague. Or <laughs> you know, convincing Convincing our leaders to be engaged in uh, pointless wars, mm-hmm. where thousands of common people are forced to bear the brunt of their mistakes—it's a good thing though, that ever happens.
0: <laughs> History repeats itself. Art, re- art imitates life. Imitating art, you know. The time
1: is a flat circle. <laughs> All that jazz.
0: Oh man thank you john thank you so Thanks, much
1: Leo.
0: oh man this is this is a fun one this one,
1: i thought it was a bummer so i'm glad you thought it was fun i thought it was kind of
0: fun i thought it, it's always fun to learn about history in my opinion yeah especially crazy history you know like...
1: uh yeah and this is crazy <laughs> and like hey here you go ready-made D villain
0: oh yeah definitely some guy selling snake oil dude a, snake
1: oil. Who's bought all the? Who's befriended all the higher ups in your city? And your players got to somehow save us.
0: Yeah, that reminds me. I have a freaking D anD D session coming up with some Ooh, friends yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Good I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I'm DMing. Congrats. But, uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I've I've done it, John. I've done it. I found yeah. a group of friends who are willing to meet up uh, semi regularly to play pretend with me. <laughs>
1: it's so important it's so good that's so of the reasons we do this podcast because god the the part of your brain that likes mm-hmm. to pre- play on the pretend on the playground never really goes away you know what i mean it just... that's
0: true yeah that's true just to turn it into a grift i guess <laughs> yeah i guess
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right um but uh hey, yeah yeah, it's five stars on iTunes, it helps. Five stars, okay. Apple
0: Podcasts. You know, if you if you write a review, we'll read it out, even if it's mean. Probably especially yep. if it's mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're honest here. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Jesse Sanders. He, we had <laughs> him on last episode. He rules. Yeah,
0: we'll have him. We'll have him on in, at some point in the future. Definitely. Uh, we'll uh, talk some some more about uh, Jesse on a beat uh, on uh, Instagram. His uh, links are in the in the show notes um uh special thanks to you john thanks Aww. for being here
1: right back at you my dude
0: oh man can't wait to do this again uh thank you for listening buy us a coffee maybe i'd really appreciate it and keep this show going tell and, us uh, about
1: uh your spooky experiences gmail yeah. us
0: email us we'll be about it. i
1: don't want to ruin your numinous experience i just i'll, I'll play in the space with you
0: yeah yeah Tell us your crazy, crazy experience. Hit us up in the DMs on Instagram, even. Scrub Mode yep. Podcast on Instagram.
1: Give us your um, D&D questions. Tell us about how cool your character and your campaign is.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: be cool. Don't start a snake cult.
0: Don't start a snake cult. Don't join a cult. Look out for cults. Be careful yeah. out there. You know, uh, take care of your family. Um, thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next time.
1: Catch you on Bye. the website.